Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Greetings, fellow sane person and people. I am Katie Patrick, and I'm joined by, I guess he's pretty sane. Yes. Are you sane today? Maybe. All right, David Fiorazzo, he's over there. Now, as many of you uh, know, our K-12 classical online school is enrolling students for the fall. So get on it, people. All you have to do is go to freedomforschool.com to get your free information packet, learn a little about what the school does. Uh, hint, hint, it educates your kids, which is awesome. So freedomforschool.com, that's F-O-R for four. Not the number four, freedomforschool.com. We got another story, just like we had last week, out of Temecula. And again, got to give some credit where credit is to, due to Jennifer out there in California, who's given us the information. The and you tip. need to also give us information. If you have story ideas, let us know what they are Send so that in. we can also report on what's happening in your neck of the woods. So Jennifer, yep. thank you again for this story. It's about a California girl who's 15 years old, and she spoke out after her drama teacher assigned a graphic play for her group to read, which her mom says should never have been an option in the first place, David. Agreed. Excellent. Let's go to the headline. Temecula mom objects to daughter reading sexually explicit Angels in America at school. Apparently, it was an award-winning play. Um, so she complained her daughter's 15. She was made to read this in drama class and is calling for a policy to prevent this from happening in the future. Tracy Nolasco said her daughter, a Temecula Valley High uh, sophomore, had to read Angels in America. Now, it's a Tony Award and Pulitzer Prize winning play by Tony Kushner. But I mean, that doesn't mean a whole lot to most of America these days, but the play set in New York City in 1985 explores the AIDS epidemic as well as religion, race, politics, and you guessed it, homosexuality. Now, on Tuesday night of, of this uh, last month, um, she told the Temecula Valley School Board that the drama describes sexual activity, sexual violence, and uses profanity and was inappropriate for minors, according to a video of the meeting. Katie? It, uh, it was not a good thing to be shown to 15-year-olds or pretty much anyone because mm. even though it's a Tony Award-winning play and it's amazing, what about the movie or movie and play Rent? That also explores homosexuality in New York back in, I don't know, was it supposed to be the 90s back then? I'm not quite sure. But that doesn't mean that students need to read it. You, there are many, hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of plays that you could oh put goodness, out there countless. for students yeah. to read. But why is it that you chose this specific we know. one? I mean, we know exactly what they're trying to do. But the, the news did a, a piece on this. Let's watch this and we'll come back and talk about it. What do you want? I want you to me, hurt me, make me bleed. It's just... <sighs> this is what your daughter was reading? Yes. And how old is your daughter? She's 15. Her daughter is a student at Temecula Valley High School who had just started reading Tony Kushner's Angel in America for a class assignment when she complained to her mom. She's like, Mom, I, I got this assignment and I can't read it. I, I just can't. 
Tracy Nolasco found out the assignment was part of a reading list of award-winning plays like Tennessee Williams' Streetcar Named Desire, David Lindsay Bear's Rabbit Hole, August Wilson's Fences, and yes, Angels in America, but that in school the teens were never warned about the content of what they'd be reading. By the time it got to her, there were a few plays already picked, um, and her group was kind of going back and forth between Buried Child and Angels in America. And, um, where she said, well, we thought angels sounded good. It had angels in the, in, the, in the title. So we thought, that sounds good. That sounds better than buried child. School officials are not talking. Off camera, parents telling us the teacher is now on administrative leave, which has angered other students who Nolasco says are now targeting her daughter, who has been voluntarily pulled from the class. Well, voluntarily pulled. I'm glad she was able to do that. I guess that's that's the opt out, right? <laughs> Too <laughs> late have, opt out. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of late after the fact. Um, but I did want to focus on a positive in this story. I interviewed Murrieta Pastor Tim Thompson, and um, he's from Southern California. He's got a church out there. He got really involved in getting parents and Christians at the local level, and he's affiliated with a PAC that helped elect five conservative Christians, we're talking Southern California, to Southwest Riverside County school boards last November. And he told the school board that the district needs a policy to stop this from happening on campuses. So this is, a, this is what, what he did. I wish that more pastors would engage and get involved across the country because you've, you've got influence in your church. You've got a lot of parents in your church. And, and sad to say, Katie, as we've known on this program every week a lot of parents don't know the extent of what's happening in the public schools so pastors you have a responsibility not to be silent but to be a watchman but to tell parents this is what's going on you need to get involved if you're going to keep your kids in public schools if 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 get involved in the school boards run for school board and whatever else you can do at the local level and i can guarantee that he had a lot to do with what also happened last week in the very same district related to the story that we talked about with Temecula School or Temecula Valley School Board last week about Harvey Milk and having that content for their curriculum. That's right. In a closed door meeting, the Temecula Valley School Board voted to fire the district superintendent Jody McClay amid the controversy over the district's decision to block the curriculum that mentions gay rights leader Harvey Milk. That school board was able to block having wow. that curriculum in yep. and was able to get this Jody McClay fired because they got conservatives into the school board positions this last election cycle. And I'm guessing that he had, Tim Thompson had a lot to do with that. So this is what we are saying all the time about getting involved locally. Yep. You have to get involved <clears throat> locally because these are the things that you can change. Everything that's closest to you is what you can change first. You can't start at the federal level and try and say, well, I'm going to go to uh, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Sure. <laughs> Mr. Smith, just go to your school board meetings. Mr. Smith, yes. go to your city council meetings. Mr. Smith, do things right there on your own like block. There's got to be things for you to do locally to make the biggest impact. So Tim Thompson, by the way, his church is called 412-412 Church uh, Temecula Valley. It's in Murrieta, and he supported conservative Christian board members, and now they have a new school board majority. 
they actually voted to ban critical race theory, and they've done a lot more uh, as far as cutting expenses, things like that. So you pastors, you know, get involved, parents get involved, and uh, we are going to try to keep, uh, you know, harping on this as long as we have breath in our lungs because it's so important. We can't just do nothing. Still to come, Illinois governor has just signed a law that will stop all state funding to public and uh, school libraries that remove any books, including graphic and pornographic pride books, from their shelves. We're talking about that next. Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Take back your kids' education. FPA's fully accredited classical curriculum provides live, on-demand, and homeschool courses built on Judeo-Christian values. Request your information packet and save 10% on tuition by visiting freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com. I'm convinced that uh, Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker is the Democrats' response to Chris Christie on the right. <laughs> and it's not just because in stature they look similar. Um, it's because <laughs> the way he is acting is trying to, hey, make, make me the nominee for the Democrats. I want to play too. Mm, so what's he doing to get his name out there? Of course, he's going to sign an anti-book uh, ban bill, which may sound good to not have books be banned, but it's... It's not what you it, think. It's not what you think, yeah. basically. Yeah, that's the way to, to put it. He signed a bill. It was HB 2789. It's going to take effect January 1 of 2024. And it will withhold state funding from public schools and school libraries that remove books from shelves. Let's take a look at what's going to happen. History is being made in this room right now. History that the American Library Association hopes will be repeated across the nation. Illinois' governor signing what is, in effect, a ban on book bans, allowing for state funding only to libraries who agree not to ban books or library resources. Book bans are about censorship, marginalizing people, marginalizing ideas. The bill is prompted by a wave of requests in states like Texas and Florida to remove books considered by some to be offensive. It's because they're explicit, they're pornographic. And many of those books are written by or describe the experiences of people of color or who are a part of the LGBTQ community. If reading materials are denied us, we are denied an opportunity to learn about ourselves, find our own role models, learn about our history. And this can have terrible results on our self-esteem. The bill is the idea of Illinois Secretary of State Alexei Janulius, who is also Illinois' state librarian because the concept of banning books contradicts the very essence of what our country stands for. It also defies what education is all about. Teaching our children to think for themselves. Teaching our children to think wow. for the, This is what we're lacking because you're just shoving all of this down their throats, metaphorically, in some cases. Actually, and there, yeah, but, notice how they call extreme views on sexually explicit materials. You know, and in all the B-roll there, yeah. I, I noticed several books. A lot of that rainbows. I've, a lot of rainbows, a lot of pride, a lot of this is gay, a lot of all that. Yeah. Uh, was there a Bible in there? Racism. Was yeah. there any, any, anything that wasn't specifically pride? And by the way, no. the Bible has been banned. Yeah. 
That's okay, David. That's okay. But that's okay. okay. I mean, that was in the 1960s. Remember, Maybe the we Bible is exclusionary. Oh, that's right. But this is gay book. Okay. Is inclusive. That's inclusive it's to inclusive. all and in, students. In the words of J.B. Pritzker, as he put in a press release or whatnot, he says, "Here in Illinois, we don't hide from the truth; we embrace it." Come here, J.B. Pritzker. What's the truth about all of uh, the deaths, homicides, violence happening on your streets in Chicago? Good question. Not only your state's largest city, but one of the nation's largest cities. What's the truth on that? Are you embracing that? Okay, maybe is they, that what may, he's maybe doing? he's hiding from some truths. Okay, he embraces <laughs> some truths. truths. Let's, we're just going to edit your little statement right here. He says young people shouldn't be kept from learning about the realities of our world, like the realities that uh, you're more likely to get shot dead in Chicago probably than ninety-nine point eight percent of the rest of the like country. If you live in Chicago, good luck to you. He says, <clears throat> I want them to be critical thinkers, exposed to ideas that they disagree with, proud of what our nation has overcome, and thoughtful about what comes next. J.B. Pritzker trying to run for president by doing these things. Well, he also says uh, it's the first of the kind legislation and it's going to render public libraries ineligible for public funding if they restrict or ban materials for partisan or doctrinal reasons. Doctrinal, really? What's the doctrine that they are pushing? You may wonder. Specifically, in order to receive state funding, the bill requires libraries to adopt the American Library Association's Library Bill of Rights. Alternatively, libraries may develop a written statement declaring the inherent authority of the library or library system to provide an adequate collection of books and other materials and prohibit the practice of banning specific books or resources. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sure. He specifically then, and you're telling me, like, you're saying, Katie, stop making this political. J.B. Pritzker, Pritzker is just doing his job as the governor of Illinois. No, he's not, because in his statement, he also specifically named Ron DeSantis. He is making this political, and it's affecting your children all through Illinois, not just in northern Illinois, right. in Chicago, and in the larger cities. But, hey, you downstate Illinois, have fun dealing with this. Uh, he mentions Ron DeSantis in the press release. And he demanded that the CEO of the college board, that would be one David Coleman. Yeah, the guy that was speaking know, on the video, right? No. The, the equity no, CEO? No, David Coleman. Oh, okay, okay. If you go back long ago to Common Core days, uh, David Coleman, who says that kids should be in school 12, 13, 14 hours a day, living in a community. He, 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 look it up, David Coleman. He wants your children and he wants to indoctrinate them all the way he is the president well he was the president now he's ceo of the college board don't worry he gets paid millions um he said or uh when pritzker announced that the college board uh president or ceo should reverse the decision to remove crucial parts of the curriculum from the advanced placement course in african-american studies after pressure was done from florida governor ron DeSantis. so what pritzker is trying to do is uh put the blame of everything on Ron DeSantis. Yeah. He's the problem. And uh, CEO of the College Board, Coleman, should be allowed to put everything back into those AP things about African-American studies and and all that is wrong with currently what's happening in AP classes. But that's another topic for another day. So basically they're pushing the LGBTQ oh, yeah. train down the tracks. And I just want to go back to one thing real quick. And I want to, I want to plug my Christ and culture for this week. It's on youth suicide rates. Um, so he said, Pritzker said, here in Illinois, we don't hide from the truth. We embrace it. Young people shouldn't 
be kept from learning about the realities of the world, right? Okay, well, let's talk about LGBTQ teenagers being three times more likely to consider suicide than their hetero heterosexual peers and then to attempt suicide as well. Almost 60% of students in 2021 who had same-sex partners considered suicide. You heard these correctly. They're from new polls, new, new research. And if you identify as LGBTQ and you have same-sex partners, you are also likely to make a plan and possibly attempt suicide. So, you know, they want to embrace the truth. They want students to know the reality of what's going on. You, let's face some of these facts. Mm, all right. Well, Illinois is not the only state requiring graphic content be made available for the littlest of the kiddos uh, in libraries. Now, New Jersey is following suit with a newly proposed law, all to push back against, you guessed it, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who uh, <laughs> recently put into place protections from such nonsense. Now, that's next. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, -E EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company. Well, I guess if we're talking libraries, let's talk about libraries in New Jersey. Sure. Where uh, you're not going to get funding, New Jersey libraries, if you decide that the porn is taken out. What? Porn must stay in, in the libraries, oh, yes. Okay. Democratic lawmakers in New Jersey have proposed a bill which would deny state funds to schools that ban books from their libraries. Last year, there were 13 attempts to restrict access, as they say, to books in New Jersey's public schools, according to the American Library Association. Now, one effort pertained to genderqueer. We've talked about that book plenty of times here. It's the ALA's number one most challenged book. What does that it, mean? It, what do you mean? What does that mean? The, the American Library Association has this book listed as the most challenged book. Yep, it's the book that everyone wants to get out of the schools that people have well, said. Well, not everyone, but, but a lot, lot of, of people, you. more than any yes. other book. Okay. Yes, it's the most requested to be banned. So book. there's some issues with that book. Yeah. Now, <laughs> the uh, Philadelphia Inquirer describes that book as mere, just, you know, it's just the chronicles of the author's sexual identity journey oh what a nice pretty oh, that's all it is um <laughs> but if you put it another way you could just say it's the journey including um sexually explicit artwork it isn't permitted even in magazines such as playboy and penthouse what? but don't you worry it's in gender queer which is in libraries for your children to, okay. to read okay. so the synopsis of bill s3907 states uh, that it will prohibit public libraries and public schools from banning or restricting access to certain books, permits withholding of state aid for noncompliance, meaning that elementary and middle schools with uh, restrict access to books such as genderqueer could then lose funding. Oh, my goodness. If, if you decide that, you know, maybe our children wow. should not be learning about and visually seeing such, such uh, sexually explicit artwork... Uh, then you too will lose funding for your library there. Now, bill sponsor Andrew Zwicker said that, I wish we didn't have to do this. It's really <laughs> discouraging to see the number of attempts going on in New Jersey and around the country. It's so unbelievable, divisive, and just wrong. That's what's wrong, according to Andrew. 
That's so, what's wrong. That's a sponsor of the bill. I, yes. I wish we didn't have to do this. Well, you don't. Oh, yeah. Now, now the language is getting twisted. Like, oh, you're the ones forcing us to do this. I That's guess. right. I, you, I wish we didn't have to just indoctrinate that, your kids. You're but forcing here we our are. hand. We're, we're having to do it. Let's yeah. talk about sex all day and night. You disagree oh. with our books and our propaganda. You're forcing our hand. Let's legislate this. Yeah, and now um, the Senate Majority Leader, Teresa Ruiz, who's a co-sponsor, of course, said that the bigger and larger issue is that this is not something I think school boards should be dealing with. Libraries are sacred. <laughs> I figured you'd enjoy that word. Wow. Libraries Libraries are, are sacred, sacred, ladies they, and gentlemen. They yeah. put sacred out there. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That's that's where we're at. But anyway, still to come, we have a man in Melbourne, Australia, who is going viral for comments he made about never wanting to leave his parents' house since, psh, why would he? He has everything he needs. We're going to discuss why more young people are choosing to live with mom and dad as adults. Stay with us. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. Okay, so let's go to Australia, where a bloke exposes why he will never leave his, his mum's house as this alarming trend emerges. He says, I'm on TikTok, uh, he says, I'm staying here as long as I can. Um, he, he, let me just say this, and we'll play a quick video, and we'll come back and talk about it. He says, I get free food. I get my washing done for me. There he is. Uh, that's lucky. A lot of people don't get that. I'm not moving out ever, even if I can stay here until I'm 50. So there's Anthony. But let's watch this video. Oh, dear Lord. All my friends are so keen to move out of home. And I think that's a thing common across the world. When you get to like 20 years old, you want to move out. I'm staying here as long as I can. I get free food. I get my washing done for me. That's lucky. A lot of people don't get that. I'm not moving out ever. If I can stay here till like 50, I will. I'm slaving off of these people and I'll continue to do so happily. Okay, so his comments come as more young people between the ages of 18 and 30 are choosing to remain or return to their family home. And that's because they're of rental property and, and this crisis of availability of housing and things like that. But a record low vacancy rates, the rising cost of living, Repeated interest rate rises have created a perfect storm for young Aussies trying to get on the property ladder. Now, Katie, I'm sure uh, we can relate in America to a lot of kids going back home. I mean, especially after trying to go to college and running up those bills, <laughs> they're back with mom and what? dad. Yeah. So what do you think? Is this a trend? It, oh, oh, I for sure it's a trend. It's been trending for a while now, I think. And, and it's interesting because he's from Australia and they have a lot of other issues going on down yeah. there in terms of cost of things too. Yeah, they do. Um, 
it's become much more popular here in the U.S. for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, back, way back when, you know, decades and decades ago, like a man wouldn't leave his house until he would, you know, go get married. Now, guys aren't even going to go get married. So, of course, they're going to just stay in their mom and dad's basement. I think he might have been being a little facetious on his little tiktok there to get views and such. Was, uh, yeah. He, but, I mean, he was very kind of like, haha about it. humorous. But at the same time, mom there needs to cut him off in terms of <laughs> stop doing his laundry cut the umbilical cord stop charge him rent how about that charge him rent here's i'm all about mom and dad and like taking like a little caring hand with mm-hmm. their adult children to give them that extra like step to be able to get in a ford um apartment or a house but you need to hold them accountable to something mm-hmm. charge them rent but just not as high as what it would be if he was living on his own. So that way he can save some of that money so that he can eventually actually yeah. build up like his own little bit of, of uh, money for a down payment. So coddling him is going to do him nothing but keep him there. Yeah, and, we, and this is in Australia, but we're True. talking to American parents as well. There are repercussions when your kids move back in. But anyway, a survey in Australia revealed that 13% of Australians. That's 858,000 households have had an adult child move home in the last year. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Now, my question is going to be, and it's going to be the same thing like for here, is when you eventually maybe will move out and your parents age and they need to be taken care of, are you going to let them move in with you? <laughs> That's the real question. <laughs> Hmm. Wow. Right? Nice twist. Thank you. Thank you. I thought about that one. All right. Well, make sure you uh, hit that like button there right now. I'll wait for it. Okay. Thank you. Wait for it. There it is. Uh, And don't forget, send us your feedback as well. Now for David and myself, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And thank you for supporting this show. Until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel. Hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2023.